Hello and welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online 24-7 here at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. You can listen to us as a uh, radio loop. That's the first no, that's the, that's the second link. Sorry. The second link on our homepage. Come on, Richard. You've said this enough times. Um, the first loop, uh, the first link, sorry, is uh, our podcast link. The, the, the standard way that most people listen to shows like ours. But you can pick it up from either our website homepage, www.centerlefttalkradio, or wherever you pick up your podcasts. And in that case, simply look for Center Left Radio. Uh, the, the story today, and it's the 4th of April, 2023, uh, another, another rather significant date. The, the, the first was, we, we were trying to say the other, the, the last show, or around the time of the last show, we were talking about uh, March 30th, 3.30, perhaps becoming one of those days, as it were, some, somewhere up there in the pantheon of days, uh, which would include um, the, I guess, you know, 9-11 and January 6th. Perhaps, I don't know, maybe the uh, 1122, if you want to include the assassination of, of John Kennedy way back in 63. Uh, but I, I, I want to question my own assumption about that right now. Uh, if, and, and, and here's how I, here's how I, 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 I sort of structure the, the question to myself and I guess to all of you. Um, do you remember the date of the moon landing of the first of, of, of Apollo? I guess this would be Apollo 11. And this would, and, and people can pretty much, if you're from that time, you know, it was in July of, well, it was the summer and, and yeah, I guess it was 1969. I, I would think I would think the Trump indictment or the news of the indictment on March 30th probably has even less of a chance, as, as I watch this unfold, it has less of a chance of becoming a, a permanent fixture in our brains than even the moon landing. In July of, and again, I, I, geez, I'm having a hard time with the date here. Was it the 26th? Was it the 29th? I don't know. I didn't check this out in advance. But it, it goes to show you it's not a date that I have measured in my brain. Now, if, if, you, if you listened to the coverage of the day, and if you were aware of what was going on back in the day, you were probably of the mindset that it was the most significant day, date, in the history of humankind, of, of us as a sentient species. The first time that we had set step on 
an alien world, granted a pretty nearby one, you know, uh, astronomically speaking. In fact, uh, you know, next, next door uh, in, and across the street, astronomically speaking, well, astronomically speaking, probably, uh, you know, uh, uh, sitting next to us for all intents and purposes. If you, if you try using what we, what we attempt to measure in our brains inadequately as the size of the universe, we just can't possibly do that. If you put the moon and the earth, the distance between them and somehow compare the distance between the earth and, and the furthest reaches of the universe, well, the moon and the Earth are virtually sitting in the same spot. But but that being that being said, I mean, why am I attempting to equate those two? I, I think in the cosmic scheme of things, yes, the the moon landing, the first Apollo landing, was definitely up there as one of the most important events in history. But, but when we think of, as Americans, key dates within, within current lifetimes, we don't include that in there. And, and yet we were, I was, and many others I've heard, were attempting to try to find a way to make March, March the 30th of 2023 one of those dates. Now, now, now he, here's the point of all this, that, that at some point, and, and, and this is also really what brings up the notion of date and, and relative importance and everything else. I've, I've been listening to media on all sides basically self-criticize to some extent, more, more, let's say, on the liberal side of the media, the MSNBCs, the CNNs, not so much the the broadcast or NBC. Yeah, I guess largely it's MSNBC and CNN talking about. Geez, you know we we just keep over covering him. We give him exactly what he wants. He's trying to make a circus spectacle out of this. And boy, oh boy, what did we do yesterday when he flew into LaGuardia? We we watched his. We we took pictures of his plane we took pictures of him boarding his plane out of uh, out of uh, I guess it was at Fort Lauderdale Miami I, I forget which airport he flew out of Palm Beach maybe Palm Beach Airport yesterday and we basically uh, we watched it land and then we watched him get off the plane and then we watched his motorcade uh, head in to uh, down the Grand Central here in the New York City area and we watched him go into Trump Tower and waved and we covered it inch by inch by excruciating inch, just adding coverage on top of coverage. And geez, haven't we learned yet? This is exactly what he wants. This is exactly how we assist him in letting him craft the images and the narrative of what's out there. This we, we are simply doing Donald's bidding. He is not being treated. We are not treating him like every other uh, indicted individual. What's wrong with us? Bang, bang, bang on the chest. Mea culpa, mea culpa. On and on it goes. Oh, why can't we treat him like everybody else? Well, th the reality is he's not. And, and, and the reality is that there will be something of a circus atmosphere to what happens today. 
He will, because we just can't help ourselves as media, uh, take advantage of that. He will essentially play a show that will play, is, is designed to play to his followers. It's designed to keep him in a position of importance. It's designed to remind primarily Republicans that they owe fealty to him that he is the keeper of all things, or what was called Republican, the Republican Party, but he is the, the, the head honcho, he is the everything, he is the Don, he is, he is the, the mob boss, he, he is anything you want to call him, just make sure that he is first among, in his mind, certainly not equals, I own the whole show. And you will do that, the implicit instruction from Donald is, despite the fact that I am, that, that, the, that the underlying circumstances of why I'm in New York and why you covered my, my, my private plane, my very old, is that a, was it a seven, is it a 757? What's he flying? It's, a two, it's two jets underneath. It's a very old place from his old Trump airline. And, and it should have been put, it should be, it should be delivering pack, packages for FedEx by now. But it's still in service. They keep it out there. I'm sure he's got someone else paying for it somehow. It's either a tax write-off or it's God knows how, it's, how he sets this, this plane up. But it's not costing him. Everything in, in this last 24 hours, I'm sure somehow is costing someone else, not Donald. He's famous for that. But we're out there covering him. And, and, and again, MSNBC largely bemoaning to itself the fact that we, we can't seem to simply separate out the reality that this is nothing more than another indictment of another, of another uh, uh, alleged uh, criminal uh, and who will go through the system and everything else. And, and, and shame, we should have learned from back, in the, from back in the time that he went down the escalator the first time at Trump Tower and all this sort of thing. And an awful lot of, of, of breast beating and, and the weeping and gnashing of teeth. And why can't we do it? And of course, having said all that, continuing to do precisely the same thing. So, so even even the um, just the self, the 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 uh, the, the, intra, the ex very loud introspection, and the uh, and the intense examination of conscience, as it were, prior to going into the confessional. Even that becomes part of the whole statement about Trump. It's always about Trump. And, and somehow, MSNBC seems to be, uh, at least, again, for the most part, Joe Scarborough this morning also. I've heard it from others. But Scarborough, more than anyone else this morning, is really just beating his chest and, and bemoaning the fact that we can't seem to get around this. I would suggest Joe et al. and others that, that forget about that. For, for, forget about your, your, your breast beating. Forget about the, uh, the need to uh, examine what our true motivations are. Are we less professional than we ever thought we were? Have we learned nothing? That's another very popular one. We've learned... Uh, no, 
for, for, forget all of that and go with the circus. Go with it. Allow it to play out. Allow Donald to do exactly what he's doing right now. Because understand something. He is about to be reduced down to a simple perp. He is simply about to become, he's, he is, as he walks out of the court, and the, and the big talk was, well, is he going to drive down Fifth Avenue and slow down the traffic today and make sure that we are covering him, that we'll have the helicopters over him? Oh, how could we do it? Well, you will. If you do it, you do it. Well, if everybody else is doing it, we have to do it too. Fine. Is he going to get out of the car two blocks early and walk down the street and make a, a scene? And Well, I would hope that you've worked out something with the police department and Secret Service no better than to put this guy in any kind of danger. That's their job. So you sure as hell don't want to give him the opportunity to go walking down uh, VC Street or, or where is it, South, Southern, South Broadway, wherever, whatever the wherever the, uh, the, the, uh, the Manhattan criminal is uh, as, you go, as you're going further downtown over there. Uh, I'm sure all of this has been fairly well choreographed out. I don't, I don't think Donald, I hope Donald isn't nuts enough to just simply get out and think that he can kind of do this. I, I would think he has a sense of his own personal safety. In fact, he always has a sense of his own personal safety in approaching things like this. It's of course, the first consideration is controlling the narrative. But, but let's not forget, the guy is going in to be booked for a crime. Oh, why can't we just take our eyes off him and let it happen? Because we can't. Okay? It, it, it's that simple. You can't take your eyes off the guy. It's, it's just really hard to do. We've, we've done this with other perps, none with the, with the media handling skills, with the, with the innate ability to control the media of a Donald Trump. But we've basically allowed, we've, I, we did this with Michael Cohen. We did this, we, we did this certainly with the, when Stormy Daniels was going in and out of court, when uh, I can remember when Roger Stone was coming in and out of court. To some extent, the media has done this. But, but a Bronco chase, a, 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 a you know, a, uh, <laughs> Basically, the, the overhead O.J. Simpson Ford Bronco, white, white Ford Bronco with the helicopters over the top, that's kind of the equivalent of what was done yesterday with Trump getting on his plane. Uh, what, what if we simply allow in our hearts and souls that it's okay to be this fascinated with all this? What if we? What if we just forgive ourselves? You know, there's a number of ads out. Right, one one particular. I don't. I forget if it's a diet uh, company or it's a uh, an equipment company, but it's out there. And 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 the ads are very interesting. They begin with something like, "Don't worry, you're going to fail." Say the ads. Just fail, 
and then come back here because failing is normal. It's okay when you're dieting to fail or your exercise regime or whatever it's all about. I mean, obviously, I, I, it, they, haven't, they haven't burned the name of the product in my head, but I'm taken by the, the concept of the ad that simply says, if you can't get it right, don't beat yourself up. You're reacting the way basically humans react to these things. And I, and I would suggest, and again, this is contrary to, in some part, what I was saying uh, last Friday in my last show, uh, that this is simply the way humans react. And, and we're simply going to have to grant ourselves permission to be fascinated, to be absolutely uh, drawn into the entire process, to one more time watch Donald do what he's doing. Now, if you are not a Donald supporter, you're doing this because you want to see some level of justice basically play out. You want, you want the guy to be held guilty today. You want it all to end. You want people to suddenly start getting all kinds of, uh, you know, you, you want to see him begin cowering and, and being afraid, and you want to see real fear in the guy's face and all that. You're looking for that. And every opportunity to look at him and see him, uh, you know, on camera is another opportunity to try to detect his reaction to the process. You know, what will give you, us, satisfaction about the fact that the man is actually facing his own, the, he, he's facing the, the fruits of his, of his wanton labors. He's paying the price for all of the lousy crap he's done, for all of the illegal activities, for all of the dissing the system, for all of basically breaking laws wantonly left and right, for getting away with it, for being protected by Bill Barr and everybody else and Jeff Sessions and, and, and just never, ever seeming in his life to ever, ever have to basically uh, be affected or pay the price that any of us would have to pay. We want to see some evidence of that. Well, the only way we're going to see the evidence is by being, uh, looking at him, being fixated on it, understanding what's going on, trying to get a sense, looking at him and saying, aha, you, you want to have that aha moment. Well, by the time you're listening to this show, there may be a better chance that that aha moment may have, may, may have actually begun to occur or will occur. Un understand, as of, what is it right now here where I am, it's, it's 6.30 in the morning here in New York. It's on the 4th of April. Donald is sleeping uh, somewhere in his duplex, triplex, whatever it is he has over there in Trump Tower on, on 57th and 5th Avenue, the place that he re rarely shows up in anymore. And, and he will go to the courthouse, and somewhere around 2 or 2.30, he will be, the, the indictment will be unsealed, it will be read to him. The, the highlights of it will be read by a judge. He will plead 
undoubtedly plead not guilty to it, naturally. And then there will be instructions from the judge to him. There'll be a question. Do you understand the nature of these charges? Yes, Your Honor, good. There will be instructions to him, to his legal team, to all sides. Here are the basic ground rules that will play out between now and the time trial begins. Or there may not be much said about that. My, my guess is the likelihood is that there will be some instruction coming from the judge, at least laying out the notion, I don't want this to be the circus that it's been, in so many words, and again, trying to be very careful not to, be, to, to sound prejudicial one way or the other, but the essence of what the judge will say is, I don't want this to be a circus like what you've done so far in coming here for this indictment. I don't, this will be a respected situation, blah, blah, blah. There may not be any specific threat of sanction for lack of following at that time, but there could be a suggestion, and I would imagine there may be, that if this gets out of hand, we will have to reconsider how we deal with this. Will he tell Donald from the get-go that Donald, you know, we know you're going down to Florida tonight. We know you're about to have a big rally, or you, so you say you will, and you're gonna be telling all of your followers how unjust and horrible this is. I would imagine the judge, and forgive me for not having the judge's name at my, at my fingertips here. The judge, if he is, he or she, whoever it is, is smart will, by at least reasonable inference, put the thought in everybody's mind that any more circus-type discussion of uh, the judge, the district attorney, uh, things that are clearly designed to affect the ability of the court to seat a proper jury, uh, threats about uh, uh, everything and everyone, involved in this process, anything that could muddy the waters or make it more difficult to carry out this case and to do it properly, in fairness to all sides, I will not tolerate that, and I will react rapidly. Now, that is what I think and what I hope will be the message coming from the court at the conclusion of the indictment today. Will I be disappointed if he's not uh, <coughs> DNA'd? <coughs> excuse me, if they don't take a DNA swab on him, and or if they don't uh, take a very specific mugshot? Uh, I, I don't care. I don't care about any of that. What I care about is that the judge makes it clear that this is not going to be a circus. And when it becomes a circus, as Trump will invariably attempt to make it, when he continues to put out his narrative and pump it, that the judge then acts and reacts to what was done. Now, we are in the beginning of a process that will invariably, I mean, invariably, uh, I, I, like last Friday, I would have said, okay, 3.30 is a date that we're all going to remember. It's going to be in our, it pressed into our memories. For I back away from that. 
but I don't back away from the notion that Donald will, again, press the edges of the envelope and probably tear, out, tear up the envelope in an effort to just continue maintaining his storyline, his innocence, and everything else. Any other, any other indicted felon would basically be told and, and would be advised by his counsel to back away from, you know, criticizing the court and the judge and the district attorney and trying and trying to influence jurors and trying to basically say how unjust the whole thing is. Because you now, since you're within the purview of the court, you may say something very specifically against your interests. Chances are you already have. Chances are some of the threats against Alvin Bragg may even be part of the indictment. And oh, by the way, we don't know what is in the indictment yet. We've gotten this notion, we've heard, that it's something like 30 counts. Well, 30 counts can be combined, different counts can be combined in different ways. It's the way, it's the way legal documentation can be set up in this situation in a complaint. It, it, it's, it's, I don't know how deep and how heavy it's going to be. We, we don't know what they call the predicate uh, the, the predicate criminal act that would raise the otherwise misdemeanor of, of misstating the nature of the payment to Stormy Daniels that, that would link it to a higher criminal offense, therefore making this whole process a, a crime that's being adjudicated rather than just a misdemeanor. We have to assume that Alvin Bragg has got that under control, and we'll learn more about that in a bit. But we don't know anything right now. We will know it all in a bit. And we do know that Donald and his team, his lawyers, will be you know, scanning through this thing, figuring out what the best stuff to BS about and, and to bitch and moan and, and grievance monger and to link up all of his fellow grievancers and, and bring them into it and to fundraise off of and everything. We do know that that process, it, 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 unless for some reason he backs away from it, that process will continue the moment he's able to get out of court and start telling his tale of woe and he's gonna fundraise off of it. But the question remains, what will the restrictions, if any, B, that will be placed on Donald and his cohorts by the judge once he is technically in the system. And that comes as he is arraigned at roughly 2 or 2.15 this afternoon. No defendant in his position is told by the court, now go out and basically bash the hell out of me, out of the DA, out of the storyline, try to, try to influence every juror you can, have implicit threats, tell people to come and riot, tell people you need to come and defend you. No, no, no defendant in the world is given that information or told those things within a New York, within any kind of a U.S. jurisdiction or criminal jurisdiction within the United States. It's just not how it's done. No, it's the exact opposite. 
Watch your behavior. You are within my system now. If you step out of line and you know that you have this ten lawyers for Doddle, listen to me. Your client has a tendency to get rather uh, florid in his uh, reactions and descriptions. He is famous for this sort of thing. I want no such descriptions or reactions to me, my rulings to Alvin Bragg or anybody else. I want no information about this case discussed outside of this courtroom. I expect you to stop any such effort on his part. But Your Honor, Your Honor, he's Donald Trump. I mean, this is what he does. He, he, how can you stop him from do? He's within my jurisdiction now. He is a defendant in a criminal case that I am judging. I am controlling. I basically am in control. I control his personal freedom. There is an absolute set of limits that I will I will not tolerate, and I have never tolerated, I hope the judge can say that, I have never tolerated anyone going out and bashing and smashing and threatening and basically trying to incite people over. I don't, that is not permissible in my court or with anything to do with any of my cases. So I don't expect this defendant to perform any differently. And, and counselors for Donald understand something. I have, I offer you a very, very short leash on this. Do not, do not attempt to see how far you will allow me to go. I will yank that leash and I will basically cause sanctions against your client and possibly yourselves if you're, if you're facilitating this in very, very, very short order if you violate what I'm saying right now. You may not turn this into a media circus on any level for any purpose because this is my courtroom, this is my trial, I am controlling it. You, you defendant Donald, are under my, my control. Now, don't mess up. Or if, if the judge is in an even feistier frame of mind, and judges are allowed to be, it might be something like, if you should go ahead and try to make hay out of this, I will immediately, and it, I, it'll be my, my, my decision whether or not you're doing it, whether or not you, you said, well, I only put out a dog whistle. Well, I didn't really say anything. No, no, I will decide, and I'll be watching this very carefully. I will decide if you are attempting to exploit this case basically for your own personal gain, if you're basically trying to badmouth someone, if you're tr you are not to fundraise off of this. I there could be that specific a level of restrictions instantly placed on him and saying, if you, if you violate any of these restrictions, and I will be the judge of your violation, here is the first level of sanction. Now, it could, be, uh, it could be a financial sanction immediately. It could be, um, it could be severe as a restriction of his movement. It could be an ankle bracelet situation. 
It could be right down to remand in a New York jail. That, that could be laid out from the get-go. And it's, it's really all up to the judge at this point. You, you see, that, that's the point of all of this that we're talking about. What, for however much Trump imagines that he is in control of a storyline of media, he's never, ever been under the control of the court in a criminal proceeding as a defendant in a New York court. This is entirely new territory. The judge will be totally within his or her rights to basically say, I don't want you talking about, that includes, you know that, you know that rally you're planning for tonight? Don't have it. I would strongly suggest against that. You will not make any kind of public statement about this case. You will not use it for personal gain. You will not use it to basically rabble-rouse. You will not use it to, to, to bring in your supporters. You are under my jurisdiction now. There is nothing that you may say about this case whatsoever. Nothing whatsoever, not by inference, not in any other way. Well, well, says Donald, his mind is... Well, let's see, if I just simply say, I am now a... I, am a, I have been indicted, and it's a shame, and it's terrible, and it's a really... And, and this is what our country has come to. Well, 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 let's see now. I didn't actually say... And I didn't say the judge's name. I didn't say the name of the... I didn't say Alvin Bragg's name. I didn't... Da, 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 da. I, I, but, but everybody knows exactly... You know, it's not even a dog whistle. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. No, the judge could be specific enough and say, I don't want any suggestion or mention of your case out there. I don't want to hear that you are talking about you in relationship to my court. You will not talk about this, period. The judge could do that today. The judge could make it that, Donald, I don't want you turning this into a media circus. And I will be the judge of that. If you basically go down and you try to have a rally tonight and you start bitching and moaning about how bad things are, be how badly and how poorly you're being treated and how basically an indictment by a New York court is so unfair, blah, 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 blah. I will take that as a violation of my rules in this court. And I will not take it kindly. And you can very easily expect that you will be drawn back to this court and you will be back here in a matter of hours. And you will basically be told what sanctions you are going to be under as a result of violating the parameters that I have set for behavior of defendants in this trial. Now, will any of this happen? I, I, I don't know. It's, it's absolutely possible. If we want this to be like other trials, if the judge wants this to happen, he or she is going to have to go beyond the pale in describing what the limits of permissible activity are for this defendant, because this defendant is like no other. 
This defendant, yeah, forget the fact that he was the president of the United States, God help us, but he was. But what he is, is more talented at utilizing media and whipping up people and basically bellyaching and grievance mongering than probably anyone else, no matter what their profession or whatever they've been elected to be or whatever position they held in government or, or business or anywhere else. He is basically the unquestioned master of because he has no shame, he has no morals, he has, he has no, no compass guiding him in any way, shape, or form. Because his entire being is based on transaction and gain, he'll do anything. He'll play any role to control the media, to control attention, to make people understand that he is controlling the narrative. And the judge's obligation is to make sure that the opposite of that happens. With regard to this case, everything about it, everything in your behavior, everything in your communications, I get to define what the parameters of that narrative are. Now, having said that and posited that, I would go a step further, and I, and I want to go back to the Apollo 11 mission and whether or not, you know, we should be ashamed of ourselves for not remembering the date, and uh, myself anyway, or most people in America. I, it was in July. Was it the 26th or the 20s? Somewhere in the 20s in July of 1969. I, ha I have images in my head of where I was when the moon landing was taking place. I was, I was in Connecticut at my then college girlfriend's cousin's or aunt's house, and we were watching on a black and white television, and, and, and that, much I, that much I can remember. And, my, and, my six, and I'd just gotten a 1969 Volkswagen. I'd just gotten a new, I gotten a new car, brand new, 69 Volkswagen Beetle which is really cool. I was very, very lucky to be able to do that in college. I was able to, to get, get away with that. Um, it was really neat. Uh, and I remember looking, at a, looking out a, a window from on the second floor of the house and seeing my new car in the driveway from the top. It was a white 69 Beetle. All, all of these images are all kind of packed together as part of that day. And it was, a, it was sort of a cloudy, rainyish kind of a day. I can remember that too but I can't tell you the exact date. I will tell you this, that there's going to be a second and a third and a fourth indictment of this, of this born criminal, of this grifter, of this useless person, this, ang this, 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 fount, this font of anger, this, this, this fear-laden uh, destroyer of, of all things in his path for the sake of his own personal gain. This, this controller, this, this Svengali uh, of, of, of the Republican Party, not knowing where to go without him, can't tolerate the thought of being with him, and simply hoping somehow circumstances will work to their benefit so that he'll somehow go away. Everybody is counting on that, by the way. What, what no one talks about, what the DeSantis's and the Nikki Haley's and, and now the Asa Hutchinson's and everybody who's trying to jump into the race but is afraid not to support Donald while they're trying to defeat him. What they all know in their hearts, what they're all hoping to, is as the mundaneness, as the sheer weight of 
the leadenness of the ongoing series of indictments that are to come, as that begins to weigh on him, the desire to watch uh, to watch a, a motor, the desire to cover his motorcade going to wherever the indictment is going to be, that will become old stuff. It will become ho-hum, Donald's getting indicted again. It'll be, you want to hear the list of things that he's done this time? And, and it'll be, and of course, once you see the, once you hear the indictment today, this will be parsed like crazy. And geez, I don't know if Alvin can win that case. Uh, gee, I, I think he can. Well, I'm not sure. Well, maybe he will. Geez, well, I'm, I'm not positive. How is this going to work? Gee, well, once all of these cases turn into this one big, massive blob of legal weight, hanging around this guy, this, this, this billion-pound albatross around this guy's neck. Two things will happen. One, it won't be such a media event to watch the son of a bitch get indicted. And two, basically, he, his capacity to function as a viable standard bearer, the unquestioned ruler of the presumed uh, heir apparent again uh, uh, to the, the, the guy who's going to run again for the presidency because we don't know how else to get rid of him. The capacity of people to look to some other alternative will grow exponentially. It will change in relationship to this, this feeling that we're all going to have as a nation. And Republicans in particular are going to be experiencing this. This sense of his absolute um, unviability, his, his, his complete lack of the, 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 the surreal notion that this, this, this receptacle for indictment could actually successfully run for and in the vaguest possibility win the presidency of the United States. This is going to sink in at some point because these indictments, these additional indictments, and I, I'm, this is guessing, but it sounds like Mar-a-Lago is the next. It sounds like Atlanta is coming after that. And it sounds like, and if Jack Smith is going to bring Mar-a-Lago, he's going to bring, and what should have been the first, but it doesn't matter, January 6th related charges will be coming after that. There's also a, a civil rape trial that he's about to uh, undergo starting, I think, next month here in New York. And he's gotten some very bad notices on that. And... And the Dominion case, which is not about Trump directly, but all about Trump's lies and, and Fox News promoting those lies, that goes to trial in, is it two months? And there was a ruling yesterday, uh, on, it was on the cross motions for summary judgment. In other words, both sides said, there's nothing here, Your Honor. You can, as a matter of law, 
or as a matter of fact. And there was a jury doesn't need, can't, there's nothing for a jury to decide. The facts are so overwhelming here that there's nothing even worth considering. In the case of, 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 of Fox, they were saying, well, the First Amendment protects us completely. We were simply commenting on things that were said by Donald Trump. No, said the judge looking at the summary judgment uh, motion that had come from Dominion. Summary judgment meaning that we don't even go to trial. This gets decided pre-trial. There's no need to even have a trial on these issues. And it could be the entire case. Obviously, Dominion was trying to just stop the trial altogether, have the judge rule as a matter of law based on incontrovertible fact that basically uh, Fox was guilty. And the judge nearly did that yesterday, nearly, nearly did that. Basically said there is no basis for Fox to be able to claim a First Amendment right in this situation. They have clearly gone ahead, told mistruths, lied about what Dominion uh, is, is alleged to have done or not done, none of it being true, it's all lies, and there is no protection whatsoever because their intention, their obviously, their obviously expressed intention was to conceive and deceive and to misstate the position of Dominion to Dominion's uh, basically to, to its damage. You can't get away with doing that, Fox. Forget about it completely. So, so that's about to go to trial. And all they're really trying, from what I can tell, is the nature of the damages that Fox is going to be stuck with. Now, now, Fox basically has pretty much abandoned Trump at this point. It's, it's a One America News situation. But you take a series of four indictments, and all four may be there before the first trial starts. You add to that the Dominion situation with Fox getting ripped to shreds, and try to envision how Donald remains this this bastion of invincibility, this, this heir apparent for the Republican nomination in 2024. It's just not, it's going to be, you talk about a media circus. It's going to be just a punchline. It's going to be a joke to everybody. You know, geez, I, I'm sorry, I can't, oh, I, I can't make it, to, I can't make it to the, to the swearing in. I can't make it to my inauguration. I have to basically, uh, will, will, they let me out, will they let me out of prison long enough? Can I change out of my orange jumpsuit from my inauguration? It's going to be, it'll be that level of, 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 body, of body humor, and it's going to get a lot worse than that. So, so taking this full circle, don't... Feel bad that you feel as though Donald is being given too much attention. Oh, we haven't learned. Oh, uh, you know, in, in, in Scarborough, uh, you know, mea culpa-ing form, uh, we, we're, we never learn to leave this guy. To, we give him to everything he Let him have it. Let him have one of his few last good days. He's being indicted, by the way. Let, let him enjoy the media circus. And then, like Apollo 12, 13, 14, 
15. But by the time we got up to about Apollo even 14, going to the moon and landing there and doing whatever they did had become so ho-hum, I dare anyone to even tell me what was the last, what was the last number of the last Apollo mission that went to the moon. Tell me the names of several of the astronauts that were there. They were on the moon, damn it. It's still amazing stuff. But it had become commonplace. It was ho-hum. We were not, the media barely covered the liftoffs. They probably sort of covered it as, as, a, as a 30 second or a one minute piece when the splashdowns happened on the back end. There might have been some coverage of a, of, a, of a moon buggy going across, but it was interjected news. It wasn't, it wasn't fixation news. And that was good news, all really interesting, good stuff. How long will the media feel this absolute, unquenchable urge to cover the next indictment? Maybe something would happen during the first trial. Maybe that might get... Some, but th this, this is all going to change. And, 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 and this is the thing that's also so difficult. We, we, are, we are stuck with the notion that nothing can change, that we can't change ourselves. We are, we are becoming self-reflexive about this. We are beating our own breasts because we can't change how we look at Donald at this moment. Stop beating your breast. Stop worrying about it. It's going to change. Change, the magical and unavoidable constant of all our lives. Today is yet another snapshot in an ongoing process. We haven't processed the nature of this indictment yet. We don't understand how the judge is going to rule today in terms of controlling the narrative going forward. Why? Because the judge can, and if, if there's any rational uh, sense in the judge's head, will control the narrative about the case going forward. So stop Let's stop suffering. I'll add myself to the list. Let's all stop suffering. Chances are by the time you're hearing this show, much of this process will already be in motion. Everything will have already changed from the moment I'm recording this. Once the indictment is out there, once the judge lays down the ground rules, things begin to change rapidly once the next indictment comes in and then the one after that and then the one after that and then when the civil rape trial begins and then when the dominion whatever is being actually adjudicated with the dominion case comes in everything keeps changing and at some point the republicans will actually be able to feel safe enough safe enough to basically jettison Donald. And then it will be this race to be Donald 2.0, and that will be a absolute, well, that's another disaster in the making. We'll, we'll see where that goes. But just accept the fact that there's going to be change. And don't worry. 
Don't be concerned about all this. Change, the magical, unavoidable, constant of all our lives, including Donald's. It's going to be a very interesting day. How about a little jazz to celebrate it? This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Think of it this way. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can on a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $20, $50, $100, $200, $300, $400, $500, $600, $700, $800, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $
$1,000, whatever you can contribute to make Center Left Radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident. And as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Center Left Radio, thank you. You've been listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. Today's indictment is the first of many. At some point, this is going to become like Apollo landings. Don't feel bad that we can't take our eyes off of it. We will. It'll become commonplace. The question is, when will Republicans feel safe enough to begin the process of jettisoning Donald and looking for another candidate? When will they feel obligated and how will the base react?